Informed Dissent, the intersection of healthcare and politics, with Dr. Jeff Barkey, board-certified primary care physician, and Dr. Mark McDonald, board-certified child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist. Mark, it's another great okay. episode of Informed Dissent. Uh, great to be with you again. Available Hello. on all the podcast outlets, Apple Podcast and Spotify. And uh, we're really proud to bring you with some very special guests, uh, and they're coming to us from the uh, from the from their truck. They're part of the wonderful convoy of trucks that are leading the way, standing up for freedom, and uh, and heading into Washington D.C. to circle the uh, the D.C. Beltway. We're proud to bring you today, Lee and Lisa Schmidt, who are convoy drivers and part of the the truck convoy so welcome to informed descent thank you thank you tell us about your adventure how long have you now been in the convoy and where did you start from we started in new mexico it would have been last friday afternoon we met up with them it has been overwhelming um pride in my country more patriotism than I thought existed anymore. Uh, heartbreaking as far as seeing older couples just holding their hands on their hearts, uh, saluting the flag as we go by. It's like they're passing the torch on the older generation. It's like they fought their fight. This is our fight. That's my feelings. That's wonderful. And how about you, Lisa? Um, it's been simply amazing. I've cr never cried so many tears in the last nine days than I did my entire life. And they're, they're tears of joy. They're tears of amazement. Um, we are rolling. Cities are rolling out the red carpets. The number of people that walk to an interstate, take time out of the day to walk to an interstate just to wave at a semi truck driving sorry driving by is is it's indescribable seriously and how long is this convoy oh god when we went around the beltway yesterday the front truck actually made it all the way around by the time everybody was on caught the last car that's 63 miles wow that is wonderful and uh, why are you guys doing this? Because it's time to stand up. It's time for the government to stop thinking that this is a dictatorship. Amen to enough. that. It needed to happen a long time ago. And it's finally the American people have had enough and they were just looking for somebody to lead the way. Now, when you're not in a patriotic convoy, tell me, tell me a little bit about your truck and, and what you normally do. Uh, we did oversize for... A good 20 years and had health issues so now we're pretty relaxed doing conestoga i run i try to run midwest and west and south i don't like coming to the east coast because i don't like that much traffic anymore i figure that's younger man's game so i'm pretty much south and west but anything i can get on the trailer i was home while we raised the kids and after the last child grew up I was home alone and then I said, you know what? I didn't get married to be alone. So I said, honey, I'm coming with. And I don't actually hold the steering wheel, but I can do everything else. Well, I don't change the oil either. I let I let him do that. But, <laughs> you know, when we do secure him in the load because we have over or, uh, open deck 
freight and so we need chains and straps and whatnot. I always help with that. And, you know, and we're together. I mean, who doesn't like working with their spouse? Yeah, well, that's that's wonderful. And do you feel safe in this convoy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know uh, Brian and Mike personally and a lot of the organizers. We've worked with them before. I have no issues. I'm as truck drivers in whole. We all watch out for one another. We can sniff bad things coming around and we're all I have no issues. I feel very safe. Never have had that issue about that with drivers. How is the local law enforcement treating you as you move through towns? Amazing. Uh, state of Oklahoma gave us a state police escort all the way through their great state. Um, I've never seen so many county cops, city cops, constables, state police waving cheering on and even showing a, it's about time somebody stands up everybody is on our side everybody i haven't seen any that don't agree with this movement well that's great news you know there's literally thousands and thousands of you where do you park these rigs at night and where do you sleep it is a logistical nightmare as we've gotten closer to the east coast we've grown grown got bigger um truck drivers are kind of independent guys that's why they drive alone in their trucks so they have a hard time following instructions but we are right now staged at maryland or uh, hagerstown maryland speedway and we're pretty darn full because we had an Another hundred and some trucks pull in tonight. We've got another hundred and some trucks pulling in tomorrow. I don't know if you've been able to see any of the drone footage of this speedway, but it's it's it, amazing. It's full. And the expression a lot of people are using is herding drivers is like herding cats. I honestly believe herding cats would be easier right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Now we're all suffering across the country with rising fuel costs. I can only imagine that the fuel to run your vehicles is awfully expensive. Are there are there funds being distributed to, to help you guys out? The American people have donated and all of our fuel costs are covered for those of us in the convoy. So we just pull up to the pump and like I said, they're covered. We don't have to worry about it. We go and go around the beltway, come back, get some fuel, come back here. You know, they all went out about around the beltway again today. We didn't. We're going tomorrow. It's we're ramping it up just a little bit just to remind the government that we're sitting here and we're not going to leave until you listen to us. Uh, how many gallons of fuel does your truck hold? 300. Wow. So fuel out here right now. The price yesterday was 538. I just talked to a driver tonight when he come in. He said price right now is 569. Wow. So it, that, that is something. And and I, I assume you're using diesel. Yep. We get average truck gets anywhere between five to seven miles to the gallon. Wow. But we I, traveled I, quite slowly across the country. So we were getting pretty good fuel mileage. Yeah. Well, you got it all up to, you got it up to seven miles per gallon. Yeah. Yeah. We hit seven. I even averaged eight one whole day. So 
that is something. So I understand tomorrow there's going to be a big meeting with uh, Senators Johnson and Senator Ted Cruz. Uh, do you plan to attend that? And what have you heard about it? I wish we could. Um, Senator Johnson is our state senator from Wisconsin. We are his constituents. There was not enough room in the room, so we didn't make the cut. But I'm putting a lot of hope that he's going to listen and help us address what we need to so that we can, you know, fulfill the hopes of the American people and go home. I mean, literally, none of us want to be here. We just have to be. It's time. And as far as either one of them, Senator Cruz, we met with for an hour and a half. So we have somewhat of a relationship with both of them. Right. So that's wonderful. What, what was their message to you when you met with them? It well, was, this was different issues, trucking before. issues before, but we have a past history with them. They're hoping to live stream this meeting with them. I don't know how that's going to go. Senators aren't real keen on live streams out of their offices, but you know, there's millions of people that want to know about this meeting and they want to be transparent and so while they're doing their meeting we'll be out around the beltway and we'll all meet back here and find out if we didn't see on the live i hope they listen i know that the senate has already voted to remove the state of emergency we need any of your listeners that are there can call their representatives and get them to vote on that too and there's a couple other little things on the list that, you know, they'll work out in the meeting. And there's, I know there's some doctors going in on this meeting too. So, and Ron Johnson is, you know, he's listened to many doctors in the past year or so. So <sighs> there's been some concern that uh, these thousands and thousands of truckers might be treated like the folks from January 6th um, and called names and rounded up by police and so forth. Are you worried at all about that? We get called names all the time. This is that this is nothing. Drivers um, are used to that. I don't think the police would do anything. We're, we are not breaking any laws. There is nothing they could do to us. I know the stories that, oh, they're going to lock you up. You're coming in there. You can't drive on the beltway. I have an IFTA sticker on my truck that says I pay fuel tax in every state. My truck is licensed for every state. We're not breaking any laws. I can legally drive anywhere I want in this country. Until I break a law, we've done nothing wrong to cause them to do anything. Yeah, good good for you. And um, what do your kids think about you being part of this convoy? I think they're proud of us. Uh, a little concerned because they see the hype. But they also know that we've been there before and that we're not going to do anything that would get us in jail or jeopardize anything. We're, we've all been told, everyone in the convoy, to stay on the beltway. None of us are getting off the beltway. None of us are going to go into D.C. and cause any issues. That's not our goal. Our goal is to be peaceful, you know, just like the Canadians. At first, it scared us a little bit, but D.C. drew their lines and we're staying where we should stay. So... If they listen to us, let's make all this go away. Now, the Canadian truckers did um, uh, make an effort to block roadways and block the international border and so forth. And I think that's where uh, they started to get into some trouble. But it doesn't seem like your convoy is up to that. They're just mainly displaying their patriotism and their numbers uh, as they circle the beltway. Well, you know, 
you can't have this many trucks circle a beltway and not cause some traffic congestion you know so is it a goal i think it's a side effect are we upset about it no you know it's not that we want to cause any person anything bad on their journeys to work or whatnot we just want the government to pay attention to us now as you're driving your rig is there a mechanism to communicate with the leaders of the group yeah not the leaders but in the semis we're constantly communicating back and forth you know watch a certain vehicle we see vehicles doing things she's jotting down license plates we pass this all on to the guys up ahead watch any cars cutting anybody off there's a lot of communication between all the drivers in however far my radio can reach you know i'm talking to guys six seven eight trucks ahead and five seven trucks behind and other guys further up are hearing it and, and watching in their little group. Um, there is a few guys that are on the phone talking to the lead and the tail just to find out where they're at and how far ahead or how much traffic got in between us. But the drivers overall, all of us are staying in real good communication to not let anything bad happen. The CB, CB radio, radio is- or how do you communicate? Yes, yes sir. Yeah. Yeah, that's how truckers always communicate out there yeah. on the road every day, you know, to warn each other if there's an accident coming ahead be careful, different things. Have there been any accidents or ticket problems along the way? There is no tickets. We'd heard about an accident in Oklahoma, but that was new people, I think, got involved and weren't paying attention. And the excitement when you see all these bridges, you know, people that haven't come all the way across the country to see the amount of people that show up they get excited and and then everybody hits their brakes because they're looking at the overpasses and waving and it causes a chain reaction and yeah. it's just you get the centipede effect and something's going to happen if everybody's not paying attention so one of the things we tell everybody at these meetings is don't slow down at the bridges pay attention to the road in front of you you can honk your horn you can wave but you don't need to take your eyes off the road or off the person in front of you. So you guys are in your vehicle now, right? Yes, sir. Yes. And uh, you have an air horn in that thing that you can blow right now? Yep. <laughs> I hope our audience can hear that and get a get a feel for what that might must be like. And actually, we blew on it so much, I was making a joke after we made it to uh, Big Cabin. Um, I wonder if you can break the horn, if anything will wear out as much as we were laying on it. Well, by the time we made it into Ohio, I had broke my horn. So there is the reason that do wear out. So yeah, you can wear them out in a few days. That's awesome. Well, just to let you guys know, I know you don't know myself or Dr. McDonald. We're both uh, physicians out here in the uh, uh, Southern California area, uh, standing up for freedom in our own way, fighting against medical tyranny, fighting against vaccine mandates fighting at least in California against our governor's emergency mandates that are still in effect. And so um, on behalf of us from the communist left coast, we just wanted to say thank you so much for standing up for our freedom and doing what you're doing uh, across the country. There are millions of people across America that are following what you're doing. And despite the fact that the legacy media is not showing you on the on TV, on CNN and MSNBC and all those channels, you can be sure that we're all following you on a variety of social media channels. There's videos going all over the place of the 
thousands of you uh, encircling the Capitol and standing up for freedom. So you should be proud of what you're doing. You're making a difference, even though it may not feel that way in one rig, but you are making a difference. And there are people across the United States and the world that are waking up. We have mothers that are waking up against the mandates for their children, mass mandates and vaccine mandates. We have physicians that are standing up against the mandates and some of the draconian policies that have been enacted. So you're, you're part of the bigger picture and it's a wonderful part. And uh, just wanted to say thank you for the hard work and the patriotism that you're displaying. There is a mom's semi here that outside of the semi says moms, I don't moms for something and they're here. Um, but we do lives every time we go on the beltway or pull into a big city, that kind of thing. We're at trucking across America with the Schmitz on Facebook. We do our lives and I post some stuff on Twitter once in a while too. So trucking so, yeah, so across that's... America with the Schmitz. Yes. yes. And Schmitz is spelled S-C-H-M-I-D-T. M-I-T-T. M-I-T-T. Trucking Across yes. America with the Schmitz. And you're on Facebook. Yes. Any, any other social media uh, coordinates no. that people can follow? Twitter. Well, Twitter, I post some stuff, but not, you know, not as much as Facebook. Facebook, I show a, a lot of the lives and I've tried to share our entire experience across this country. And and we have had that page for a number of years and we show what trucking life is like, you know, where we load, where we eat and a little bit of our home life. But we're just normal people and we're a married couple. So you can imagine being in this cab of this semi together. 24 hours a day. It gets interesting. <laughs> I bet it does. And I understand there's not just trucks in the convoy, but there's regular cars and pickup trucks and, and, uh, and, you know, motor homes and so forth. Yes. I would have to guess that the car to truck ratio is five to one. So for every one semi, you got five cars and or campers or RVs. Yeah. So are there any kids there in this in this crowd? I'm just curious. There are young kids, middle aged, you name it. It's here. Every race, creed, sex, gender, uh, political affiliation. There is liberals here that are saying liberals against the government also. So it's not a one sided thing. It is. It's true Americans coming together for the same cause, putting everything aside. And how about food? Are there people that are supplying you with food along the way? We get a goodie bag delivered to our truck every single morning with treats that people have made. We have seven plus semi loads full of food, water, um, trucking supplies, wipes, toilet paper, paper towels, flashlights, batteries, anything a truck driver could need including Ottawa handbags. You all know how the Ottawans supported their truck drivers when they were taking the fuel. We have some of those. Um, you name it, it's here. Uh, and the local church, I guess, has got people that are coming down here. And we actually went to one of the semi-trailers tonight and took all kinds of eggs and bread out, put it in the fridge and gave her a number and said, look, we're going through the semis. You tell me what you want. I'll tell you where it is. I'll bring it to you. They're cooking. They're for cooking us. all of our food. That's all here. People are continuously dropping off food today. As a matter of fact, I was here because we unloaded three more semis of food that people have donated that they've collected throughout the country. 
Wow, that is fantastic. It sounds like quite the patriotic party. Well, Canada showed that it's it's not it's kind of risky to donate your money online. So rather than donate online, they're donating supplies, which is amazing. You know, that helps all of us. It helps them feel safe with their donations that they're getting to a truck driver. There's been people that walk right up to us and hand, you know, a few dollars up to $50 gift cards, Lowe's gift cards, Love's gift cards, Dunkin' Donuts gift cards. Um, like I said, goodie bags with all those supplies in it. Little letters from kids. There's families that come around in the middle of the night early, like anytime before 10, there'll be families with their kids and they'll hand us notes in these bags that their kids wrote, thanking us, stand proud. We've got the line, everything you can think of. It's like she said earlier, there's not a day that doesn't go by that we don't read some note from some family, something happened and this is why they're here and they want to show support. And then it's, it's the constant joke. We've cried more in the last 10 days than we have in the last 50 years. It was funny coming across in the convoy because when we joined in Russell's New Mexico, that day we pulled into Amarillo for a stop and the city was so welcoming. I was bawling my eyes out. So then, you know, after a couple of days, you kind of get used to it. So a new guy joins the convoy and he sees the people on the overpass. On the very first bridge that you're coming up to when you take off in the morning, he's like, oh my God, look at that sight. And I'll get on the radio and say, yeah, new guy, just wait, it gets better. <laughs> that is something, boy, oh boy. I'm envious. I want to fly out and join you. You're more than welcome. Come on out. <laughs> and, and you know, I had a friend of mine that wasn't in the convoy, and he's a truck driver, and I called him, and I said, you need to be part of this. Oh, I, I get it. I've watched all the TikTok videos. And I said, friend, I said, you can't get this from a video. And he came out here and he was just, he was crying. He was like, this is amazing. I said, I told you, you can't get this from a video. As much as we try to share our experiences, there's nothing like being here. Yeah, no kidding. Our, our producers, uh, Doc and Beth, were there and, uh, and joined the, the convoy from California to New Mexico. And, yeah. uh, and, and so they were, they were our eyes on the, on the street, so to speak. And we're out talking to the truckers and supporting them. So, so proud of you guys. You know, uh, Dr. McDonald and I learned that our podcast is heard literally around the world, not just here in the United States. And so to liberty loving people around the world, what's your message to them as they try to stand up and fight some of these tyrannical governments and tyrannical mandates? You're not alone. Yeah. You are not alone. There are millions of us out here. And once you start seeing your your fellow citizens of your country holding their flag, you'll know who they are. And and it's fun. You can just hang out with each other and and ignore the government, you know, whatever they're trying to do to you. Be with your fellow citizens and stand up. I get out of it. And my message to everybody is no matter what country, what government when all of the people join together, the government is scared. Things happen. It doesn't matter how small of a group, when people stand together and put everything aside, governments are scared and they will listen. Yep. As the expression goes, when the government fears the people, that's liberty. When people fear the government, yes. that's tyranny. So thank exactly. you for standing up for liberty. 
It's been an honor to have you on Informed Dissent. Uh, Godspeed to you with your traverses of the country and uh, and safe travels in your in your efforts. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us and letting us get the story out. You've been listening to Informed Dissent with Dr. Jeff Barkey, board-certified primary care physician, and Dr. Mark McDonald, board-certified child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist. Informed Dissent, the intersection of healthcare and politics.